Hey, y'all. It's nobody in particular. Nobody listens to me. Nobody sees me. Hey! No, that's not really depression. That's uh, nobody in particular. That's all of us. I have been thinking about some stuff. And that's why I'm talking about some stuff. And the stuff is, do any of you have a clear idea how many unpaid caregivers there are in the United States? And I'm not talking about those that are being paid working for services, W-2 wages, doctors, nurses, um, any of those folk. But your fellow human beings, as you walk around, there's a rather significant portion of our population is taking care of someone, a family member, or some such, depending on the the generosity of heart, I guess, of that individual and the circumstances. But anyway, I was not thrilled to understand that there'd also been a fair increase in the the pair in 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 caregivers, estimated caregivers, I guess, but statistically, or by records or whatever. Right now. It's estimated that somewhat over 53 million Americans are caregivers without pay. Could be 24 hours a day. They could be paying their own way. In many cases, and, and I'm not selective, I'm not selecting myself to stand out in this because it, very close to me, they're have been such amazing caregivers uh, close in uh, the mother of our children is a caregiver for her husband for many years uh, other member of the family set aside their lives and their uh, incomes to take care of three children these caregivers I guess exemplify the love of humanity but 53 million people how do we identify them do we identify them does a caregiver identify themselves? Would you put yourself in a category, even if you've taken care of someone or are taking care of someone, that you are uh, a caregiver? Some of us do it not knowing till later or understanding, perhaps ever, the sacrifices some caregivers give the difficulty uh, 
or the, I guess the difficulty factor depending on, on, on what you're dealing with. Chronic diseases. Chronic diseases are, that's a tough one. You don't want your loved one to be in a facility if you can avoid it. You want them to be at home if you can, I guess. Well, at least from my perspective. It may well be that as a caregiver, uh, you have a sibling that both of you have now grown old and your parents are passed and uh, you just couldn't do it anymore. Your stamina was gone. You were old. Your brother or your sister almost as old as you and while mainly functional it was still a cul-de-sac nobody was getting better in graduating out uh, another person two more people were going to die out and then group home so there were solutions there were solutions solution for the one who needed a solution someone to some group some way for his care and the other needed a gate so they could go back into the backyard and sit down and think grieve heal years and years and years of caregiving to me is somewhat like uh, well not somewhat like it's, it's PTSD it's over time cycles in and out you didn't hurt nobody you've done your best your job, your life is to keep someone alive and well and happy and balanced and clean, secure, calmed, loved. Now, maybe that isn't all that in your estimation. I don't know. That's just my view. But it's been on my mind 15 or 16 percent of our population are helping somebody they're serving and how do we reach out how do we find them how do we help them I'm of the opinion that there isn't much you can do that isn't being done that the social services the the doctors, the nurses, the, the folks who are in charge of our public health 
and all that, they very much want to reach out to caregivers to provide relief or respite. They very much want to assist. But how, 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 how do you go forward to help the people who are struggling, don't know the way, have never imagined it? And even having imagined it, how about those who are crushed? Just absolutely devastated. They're losing everything and then they're losing everything. I mean, this is hard place. Caregivers. And I realize that some may have a situation that is really not life-threatening or not too difficult. Um, and I'm glad so, so very glad for you. I suppose I would say in your place, I would try to live as normal a life as I could for as long as possible. <clears throat> um, brace yourself for the outcome. Make your plan, make your promises, hold true. You know, hold true. Caregivers got a lot of love. Love is a good buffer, it's a good helper, a good strength. But exhaustion. Depression, dehydration even. You know, is everybody drinking their water? Come on. Come on, tell me now. Is everybody drinking their water? Because trust me, you would have a better opinion of yourself if you were um, fully hydrated. You'll feel better. And protein, if you're an old fart, get more protein, get more protein. In any case, I suppose I want to say if the universe had a way to plug you in, I'd certainly want you to be all plugged in and get everything of grace and peace and mercy that the universe has to offer. Every one of you caregivers, every person that's crossing my mind now that I've thought of and for their sacrifices and for for the gift of love that they gave, the protection that you came through as a benevolent God, so to speak. Humble, gracious, merciful. Caring for the fallen, the lost, the forgotten, the hidden, the broken, the healed, those who are lucid but can't speak out, 
those who want to reach out, who are always pinging the universe around them in some way for a response. Someone says, yes, I hear you, I see you, you are not alone. That's the place caregiving. I'm here. You're not alone. Oh, caregivers, may the universe bless you. It's nobody in particular. <laughs>